Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Last night, big game. Uh, I was, I credit, it shouldn't be, but in today's day and age of super-duper low management in the NBA, I credited LeBron and AD for playing last night on a back-to-back. Oh, my gosh, a back-to-back. The the scary, frightening, treacherous back-to-back. But they played through it and uh, get an A for effort. Certainly LeBron, who was fantastic in the second half. But uh, they got bludgeoned again, Rob, by the Clippers. The 11th straight victory for the Clippers over the Lakers. Tyron Lue, the head coach for the Clippers, has never lost to the Lakers. The score was 125-118. And they led from the jump. I mean, they jumped out to a huge lead and never looked back. Lakers really never challenged Um, Rob, what did you learn from that game last night? Uh, That the Clippers are better without Paul George. No. (laughs) Um, I I don't – that was just a weird game. You know, as as we've said on this show a million times, AD should have 15 points when he he puts on his sneakers. Like – He finished with 17. Yeah, I mean, Chris, that's just just a bad – and I understand – that the Clippers have a couple of big guys and, you know, and they, and they right. doubled them and, and they, right. they, they made him work and they gave him different looks. And I give them credit. Ty Lue is a fantastic coach and they, and they did something. They did a good job. Am yeah. I right on AD yep. with their big guys? But, but still, 
Uh, and then, you know, I know LeBron made the excuse about the travel, and I get it, and the road trip. If it was all that, then 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 you couldn't go, don't play. I mean, like, I just can't get over, like, guys have played back-to-backs. Guys have had long stretches. It was an important game, Chris, to be the difference between being in the playoffs and being in the play-in. They had something to right. play for. The Clippers don't have their second-best player. I mean, I— could you muster one? Could you <laughs> dig down deep? I'm just like well, I, let me. I, I, I hear you, and and let me first give LeBron some credit, um, because I agree with a lot of what you're saying. After Rob, his first half, I've never seen LeBron play that poorly. He was out of it. He was terrible. I mean, he was losing his dribble. He was half. What do you have? Six turnovers. Four total? turnovers in the first half. Three points in the first half on one for six shooting. And, you know, some people might point back to Dallas in the finals in 2011. In those games, he was just passive. He was just, like, mentally out of it. But this game, he just was playing badly. Like, he just, just, it wasn't that he was passive. It was just that he wasn't any good. And I'm going to give him major credit because in the second half, Rob, he scored 30 points. He was phenomenal. And what I saw in him, Rob, and I've never questioned the quote-unquote dog in him, but a lot of people have. Let's keep it real. A lot of people think LeBron doesn't have that killer instinct. I, I've seen it before. Like I said, I've never questioned it. But I saw it for real yesterday. I thought, and I get it, they lost. They didn't even come close to winning. But, Rob, remember, and, and our, our buddy, Stephen A. Smith, said, Rob, a couple of years ago on first take that he was told by somebody that Kawhi Leonard was like, why is LeBron afraid to guard me? Or when's LeBron going to guard me? You remember hearing that from right, Stephen Right, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah, I do. Well, LeBron at 38 guarded Kawhi and did a good job. And Kawhi guarded him and couldn't do anything with LeBron in the second half. I thought LeBron, Rob, just the look on his face, the the uh, the attack mode that he was in at the rim, the attack mode he was in and trying to guard Kawhi, I'm going to give him credit because I thought it looked to me like he said to him, he was embarrassed by his first half performance. It looked to me like he just like thought to himself, like, there's no way I can play that badly. Like, I, like, he was embarrassed. And to his credit, he came out and played well. Now, that said, Rob, I agree with you. And Skip Bayless said it today, Rob, on first on uh, Undisputed. He said, you know, when he started covering the NBA, well, he started in the 70s, but when he was really covering the NBA right. uh, intensely in the 80s, he was like, they didn't even talk about back-to-backs. It, wasn't, like, a it wasn't even a right, and when and I'm sure with you, and when I started covering in the '90s, the mid right. '90s, for me Rob, it was the '80s. You were the '90s, and and skip we the never 70s. even thought about back to back. You just played the schedule, right? It was like <laughs> I mean, they must have. I don't know how many, but it was just right. It was like no big deal. It was never used as an excuse. It was never like oh, we're gonna be in trouble. You know, we're on a back to back. Oh, here's, I mean, a, here's a schedule loss like they do now. Right, oh, right. and that's what, loss. see, that's what I didn't like to hear. Because, Rob, what do we usually hear? You hear from athletes like they they don't make the excuse. 
They just say, you know what? No excuses. I mean, we we suited up. We got to be better. I would have rather heard that than it's a schedule loss. We didn't schedule loss. Were the, were the previous 10 schedule losses to the Clippers? Right. It just doesn't make any sense. That's 11 now. What What's the excuse? And you needed that game, a schedule, the schedule. So why did you play if you knew it was a schedule loss, Chris? Right. That's a you good point. You should have saved yourself. Why put yourself in jeopardy? Which the bottom line is they didn't. You know, they went out there thinking they're going to be able to win. And it, it backfired on them. They, they got beat. But don't come back after the fact and say it's a schedule loss. Because if you, you're absolutely right, Rob, especially with two guys that are injury prone as the older LeBron and AD period, if you knew, we really don't stand a chance. They've been, they haven't played in four days. We're coming off a of back-to-back. We had some rough travel in Utah. Then you just wouldn't have played. And so that's what I didn't want to hear. You mentioned AD, Rob. Look, the Clippers do a good job against AD. Yeah, and you, you talked about they, Ty Lue double Ty Lue. I mean, I give yep. him credit, Chris. There's no doubt. And he on Rob, in his three games against them this year, he only averages 22 and 9. Now, those are good numbers. AD's a great player. and But I'll live with AD giving me 22 and 9 if I'm the opponent. I can live with that. What I can't live with is 34 and 15. And Rob... In addition to the double teams on defense, I think one reason the Clippers give the Lakers some trouble is because Zubach, and I'm not, look, he's not a great player, but you know the what Lakers he is. The Lakers never should have gotten rid of him. That was nah, a he's a nice, he's a nice, solid center. And what he is, Rob, is he's a tough, uh, strong uh, guy that hustles, and he plays at the rim. And Rob, for the longest, what has AD said? I don't want to be a center. I'm not a center. I don't want to play five. That's why. He, he don't mind playing five against Draymond and right. Jokic and, guys and the guys dominate. that are going to be outside. You know, they're going to all play on the perimeter like they're forwards anyway. But it's the guys that when you got to bang with them um, every other possession or every possession, and they're going to put that body on you. And all of that, that's what AD doesn't like. And Zubash looked like a freaking all-star last night. He wasn't, not a superstar, but an all-star. He had 17 points, 13 rebounds, dunking on cats. Like, that, I think, is a reason that he AD doesn't, like, dominate the Clippers. And finally, Rob, the, the other thing I learned from last night, and, and I'm still, I'm not writing off the Lakers because – they got two of the top 10 players in the league, and the West is wide open, so I'm giving them a shot. But, Rob, it makes you look, you know, they, they had won seven of their last eight heading into last night. It Last night made you look at that schedule. Let me see these seven of eight. There you go. I was just going <laughs> right? to, Chris. I'm glad you looked. Because only one of the teams of the seven they beat was in the top six in either conference, meaning right. a playoff team. And that was Phoenix. Without Kevin Durant and DeAndre Ayton. Right. So I mean, we don't, need don't, to just slow the roll a little bit. A little, a little bit, bit on the and we're not going. You, you got to play who's on the schedule. Right. But you got to take a look at the schedule to see are they really world beaters or are they beneficiaries of an NBA and a Western Conference where teams are tanking, teams aren't that good, they're not playoff teams, and yep. they should win. Even though against the – 
Jazz, was it, the other night? Yeah, yeah. They had to yeah. go to double overtime, and they didn't have For two overtime. of their best players. Yep. Overtime, I'm sorry. And right. they have two of their best players. Like, that That was like, why was that? Well, and that's a good point, Rob, because all the talk about, you know, AD played 42 minutes, then played a back-to-back. LeBron played 38, then a back-to-back. What do you, y'all should have taken care of business. And had the rest you of the night off. Them right. They could have sat. They could have played twenty something minutes. You take care, took care of business, and then relax. And so that's that's just one more reason, Rob, where why the schedule loss doesn't jibe. It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense because y'all should have went out there and beat up on the Jazz the night before, and, and then, then you could have rested. Exactly. And been ready right. for the, for an important game that you had with the Clippers. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the eye iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... 
How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's The Odd Couple live from the Tyrac.com studios. Let's bring in our next guest. He's a friend of the show, NBA.com writer, Mark Medina. Mark, what up? Fun. Rob, always good hearing your voice, always good talking hoops. I don't know what to make of these uh, standings here, but... I try to work with you guys. It's been one hell of a ride. Well, I heard your voice last night asking a post-game question. I think it was LeBron you were asking a question of at his locker. But let's go there. I, I, I got Look, LeBron was phenomenal in the second half. Uh, terrible in the first half, but I thought he showed the dog and the killer that second half. I got to be honest, though, Mark. I didn't love the excuse about it was a schedule loss. Yes. Uh, and I... I don't know. What do you think of that? And, and you know, I don't, I don't know if it, it'll be a big deal, but I just didn't really like it. Yeah, I didn't like that they acknowledged it. It's fine if I say it because I think it was a right. real thing. Look, five-game trip, second night of back-to-back. Clippers hadn't played since Saturday against New Orleans. And I do think, you know, in a season where we've seen guys sitting out, you know, whether it's because of management or the medical staff, I did like that the Lakers decided to play their full guys and show, you know what, we're going to compete yep. for this game. But, yeah, what to make of it? It's dicey here, guys, because, you know, the, the Lakers can be a dangerous team, but they can also be vulnerable. And when you look at how this pertains to a playoff series, they're not going to be dealing with back-to-backs. There's less travel. But the wear and tear always plays out in a playoff series. And given what LeBron's going through 20th season – what Anthony Davis goes through his entire season, you could see them in a seven-game series at their very best game one and then their very best game four and five. And what that means, that could be a challenge for any team, but this idea that, oh, they, they could be contenders, I guess you don't rule anything out in this season, but I, I think it is a stretch at this point to think that way. And even uh, Chris went over the schedule and looked at the seven out of eight that they beat going into this and it's not like they beat were world beaters against some really great teams and I'm not knocking them for beating them but uh people are on this bandwagon what did you make of if 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 the Lakers knew this was a schedule loss and they didn't have the energy and all this other stuff why even bother playing them 
Well, I think they played them because they were considered healthy enough to play uh, in the sense that there wasn't any risk of seriously compromising their future injuries. And the other thing is they know the stakes. They already have secured at least the 10th spot, but they want to avoid the play-in. So I think that was that. And I have no problem with that. What I did scratch my head over was it's one thing for the guys to still compete down double digits in the second half. But Darvin Ham was playing LeBron and AD up until like the last minute of the game when their game was well out of reach. That I didn't get. You know, he chalked it up to, well, we don't get a lot of practice time and it's been a new group. This is our way of getting more on-court reps. I don't, I don't really buy that because you want to play the long game, number one. Number two, right. I think the encouraging thing about the Lakers is that since the trade deadline, They've looked dramatically better. Addition by subtraction with the Russell Westbrook uh, trade because that clearly wasn't a fit for both parties. I think the trade deadline pieces they got with D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt, as well as Mo Bamba, it's given them good shooting, better playmakers, better defense. And so they do look like a dramatically different team than this uh, first half of the season. That gives me optimism they can make a run, but the health and the delicacy of that, you never know. So uh, to your question, Rob, was it the, the right play? I think for sure for most of the game, but Darwin should have pulled the plug much earlier once it was clear they had no shot from coming back. What do you think about the way LeBron is kind of fitting in? Or I mean, you know, for most of his career, he's been the system. And so it's been harder to, for players to kind of play around. Not, not role players, but stars. Um, do you think he, right, like the way he's playing is what they need? Or does he need to be a little bit more of the system? I, I thought that's why he was scoring more earlier in the year because he wasn't like bringing the ball up as much and, you know, um, dominating the ball as much. Do, I don't know. Do you think this is how they need, their need to play to be at their best, or does he need to pull back a little maybe? Well, we they definitely can't have LeBron playing like he did in the first half. I mean, he can't be reckless with turning right. the ball over, needs to be sharper, needs to be more efficient. I'll, I'll give that a pass and chalk it up to a lot of it being because of the schedule. I don't like that LeBron, again, use that as an excuse, but I can use that as an excuse, right? But I think it's not so much uh, if he's scoring or passing. It's about if Anthony Davis – is willing to be the number one guy. And I think that since LeBron returned, they were having the right dynamic, where LeBron was having the right imprint on the game, even if he wasn't scoring, because he was still having the ball in his hands. And Anthony Davis was taking the lion's share of the shots, and he was being a lot more aggressive. And, guys, that's what the setup was supposed to be from day one when Anthony Davis joined the Lakers, his first season, 2019, LeBron had said at that point, the offense runs through AD. And they played that part, you know, back and forth through the first season, certainly in the bubble. But that really took a step back these last two years, as well as the first half of this season. And so I think if they can replicate that consistently, where LeBron's always going to be the heart and soul of the team, he can still maneuver the offense because of who he is as a quarterback of the system. But it's got to be uh, AD gain most of the shots and the points and the offense running through him. But that's going to depend on him being aggressive, and we don't always see that on a consistent basis. Funky Cole, I do have one other thing. The Clippers have now won 11 in a row. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 30- 
eight out of 46 or whatever the number is crazy. Uh, Tyron Lou has never lost to the Clippers as lost to the Lakers as a Clippers coach. What do you make of that? Is it is it just matchup or is it just uh, the Clippers have their number? What what what, could, what how could a team dominate another team so much? I think, uh, Rob, I think it's two things here. The first part of that streak was when the Clippers were having Lob City and the Lakers were in their worst stretch of franchise history. So the Lakers weren't just losing the Clippers. They're losing to almost every single team. But I think now, as it pertains to Clippers, Lakers, and both teams have been pretty good, um, I think it's been a product mostly of Ty Lue just out coaching. And look, you know, you can go down every single game sometimes – you know, the, the Lakers weren't fully healthy. Sometimes the Clippers weren't fully healthy. But the common denominator is Ty Lue had made the most of his roster with putting his star players in positions to succeed as well as fully, fully utilizing the depth that he had. And when you look at the Lakers, Frank Vogel, uh, well, I guess Luke Walton, Frank Vogel, and Darvin Ham weren't always uh, up to snuff with that. So I think it's a product of – you know, Ty Lue just being uh, a masterful tactician and making a lot of good play calls and a lot of good rotation adjustments. All right. That's our man, Funky Cold, Mark Medina. Great stuff, brother. Appreciate we appreciate it. you Have a as great always. Weekend. I appreciate you guys as always. All right, man. Later. Uh, Tatis Jr. Some are calling him the cheater. We'll get into that next. Rob used to have a man crush on him. I'm not I'm sure where he's at now. I know. I feel, man, I felt for you when that came down last year. But anyway, we'll get into it. You know where next. I was? I was in D.C. at a Nationals Padres game. Wow. When, it, when the news came down. Oh, well, I was at a, so was, was he there? Yeah. He was hurt, probably. Wasn't he, he, he was hurt. hurt. He was hurt. Right, right, right. But right. It was at, was it, I was at a Padres game. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, it's disappointing. I mean, because he's just was so fun he's to watch. Fantastic. And he still is. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, hopefully he just never has any issues like this again. But uh, it may always be there for some people. So we'll talk about that next. It's Chris and Rob, the Eye Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The odd couple in this time. But Tyson's Tower of Trivia. And now, ladies and gentlemen, vegans and meat eaters, kale chip lovers, ruffle chip lovers, it's time. This game is so easy. For Tyson's Tower of Trivia. Oh, yes. And fellas, it's going to be me leading this because the trivia is Clippers edition. So as one of six fans, I should be able to do this. This is unbelievable. Monty's a little. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Let, let's do See this. See how we treat you, Monty. What other show uh, has you no, hosting you, segments? You're See? right. You're right. No, yeah, no, no. This love. is real love. I, <laughs> exactly. And this is a show that just proves that you don't have to be a sports fan to know sports. And Alex and you fellas are going to prove that to the world. All right. We flip leaf. Well, we, Alex. Well, I mean, Alex. We know sports. We I don't do know. know. Calm down, Chris. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> we flipped a coin, and Rob is going to go first. All right, Clippers I'm like, edition I'm like Monty already. All of right. Tower <laughs> of Trivia. All right, ready? In 2019, the team made a splash in free agency, acquiring NBA All-Stars Kawhi Leonard and Paul Blank. Alex, you ready? Rob, you know what? I was not even ready. Thank you for asking. <laughs> 
This is Alex. This is so easy. Okay, yeah. thank you. I thought it was hard <laughs> until you said that. That's too many words. You, yes, you it's one word. Him. No, yes, no, that was hold him accountable. No, we and Rob were just cheat. talking. Yeah, no, yes, you can't we be were just talking. talking. That wasn't cheat. it. We haven't there talked we in a while. You can't talk. Dogs, daughters, no, and no talking. <laughs> All right, here we go. That was a hint. Okay. That was like three. No, that was. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. I heard the hints. This is easy. I thought it was gonna be tough until you said. All right, here we go. Can I go? Go Boy. George? Yes! Oh, boy, Alex. Yes, Alex. That's There's cool. only one boy. The boy George. He didn't tweet that, text okay. that to you. I know. No, you I, weren't even alive when boy I George was not. Was I was not. I was not. Come hey, on. I, I, I always remember boy George was Tell on the Tonight Show. What was, was on the Tonight <laughs> Show, Chris. And, and Joan Rivers was interviewing boy George. And, and she said... Well, well, boy, George, if you were stranded on a on a desert island, would you want to have a woman with you or a guy? And he looked at her and said, both. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. That's perfect. I remember. Rob always stretching the limits. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. All right, Chris. This one's for you. During... 2010-ish, when the team had Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, the team was nicknamed Lob Blank for throwing down crazy alley-oops. Alex, you ready? <laughs> Rob, it's you again? Oh, that's Chris. My bad. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Get, put your thinking okay. cap on. Thinking cap right, on. Stop talking. Just go ahead One with word. your clue. Sorry. Right, Thank here you, Here we go. Chris. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Town, city. Town. There we go. Right. There we go. Okay, that okay. was a terrible clue. I, I was kind of lost. That was kind of lost. Really? That was kind of lost. Clue. Yeah. That was. No, I thought I thought it was better than boy. Whoa. I didn't know what that boy was. Could have been anybody. Boy, boy could have been anyone. There's okay. only one boy, George. There's, There's only one boy. I had no There's idea. Only one boy. All right, Rob. Clippers superstar Kawhi Leonard is known for having giant hands. Boy, does he have giant hands. Thus, his nickname is the blank. Alex. Rob, keep it PG. <laughs> Morning. Well, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm ready. Alex, I'm are ready. You ready? I, are you, good luck. Okay. Help me out here. Just think hard. Okay? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. No, no, no. Here we go. Here we go. Alex, just remember. No, here we go. When I say water, <laughs> you think <laughs> of. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, let's go. Bear. Read it again, Monty. Read okay. it again please, for please. All right. So Clippers superstar Kawhi Leonard is known for having giant hands. So his nickname is The Blank. Bear. What are you trying to say? Who knows? Monty, read it again. Bear. No, 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 no. <laughs> one no, more time. No, that, one more time. No, All right. Last time. Give me one more time, enough. Monty. Come on. One more time. Kawhi Leonard is known for having giant hands. Okay. So his nickname is The Blank. Bear? Bear? I'm doing this under... Uh, uh, is it paw? Mm. All right. Here we go. It's, here we go. What were you trying to say, Rob? All right. Here we go, Alex. Okay. Grip. 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 <laughs> 
grip. All right, Chris. All right. <laughs> Rob knows he's an awesome clue. He's mad. It's a terrible clue. I don't know. It doesn't help. Grip? Oh. What does he try? Bear? Grip? Paw? The blank. Uh... It's probably not. Hand? Okay, here we go. All right. Grip, what are you trying to say? Here we go. We ready, okay. Alex? Go, yes. Rob. Yes. You ready, Alex? I'm ready, Rob. Thank All you. Right. Chris didn't ask me. That's why I was lost. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. Nails? Oh, are you saying claw? Yeah! Got it. Okay. Bear claw. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. I'll give you yes. that, Rob. What do you yeah. mean grip, you CB? Good cl- What's the claw, like claw grip? What is that? There's no claw. claw. <laughs> How do I get claw from grip? <laughs> All right. You got it from, from hand. I thought you no, might know. Isn't that, that, isn't that, like a, isn't that bear claw like a yes. Danish or something? Yes, it right? is. That's a yes. Danish? Yeah, yeah, it's like a pastry. Claw. Oh, I thought it was Swedish. Pastry, it, there you it's go. a pastry. I thought that was a good one. Okay. All right. Chris, ready? Yep. Despite the team's success in the past 10 years, the Clippers have never played in an NBA blank. Hmm. All right. Championship? Uh, final? There we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right. Perfect game so far. See how mine are so easy. Actually, I'm 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 beating Rob. Yes. Mine are so like one more bam, he got it. Rob, <laughs> he like, you know, we gotta go back no and forth. Alex, and- think of the Great Depression. <laughs> <laughs> think of Boy George how- when <laughs> <laughs> on a desert, on a deserted the island. First alliance nation to make a form. <laughs> Rob, right. I don't know where we're going. All right, ready, Rob? Okay. I'm ready. Before becoming the Clippers, the team actually originated in Western New York and was known as the Buffalo Blank. I don't know okay. about this one. Alex, you ready? <laughs> I'll try my best. I'll try my best. Okay, here we go. Atlanta Braves. Yeah, <laughs> I know that one. I didn't one. think you knew that. I did. Yeah. Yes. I Atlanta, was going to say baseball season. Very nice. Hey, Chris, Atlanta I know Braves. sports a little bit. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Thank They're you, Rob. On the screen right Rob now. Rob believed me. Braves. Rob yeah. believed in me. All right, all right, all right Chris. All right. The team changed its name to the Clippers in 1978 after relocating to San Blank. San Blank, what? To, after Sam? Re- Sam Blank, California. Sorry. There we go. Sorry. There we oh, go. okay. Chargers. They <laughs> <laughs> don't play there. <laughs> Hold on. Just stay out of it. You know this, Alex. Rob no, confused Alex. me. <laughs> Don't see Rob's tactics are working. Lose points. Oh no! I didn't say anything. Hold on. I I should get another. I mean, no, no, no. Go ahead. That's your. I just like how Rob said, "Alex, they don't play there." (laughs) He added to the clue. Totally. I know. Okay. Totally under protest. I'm. What was that last part, Monty? You said. After relocating to San Blank, it's California. Diego, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now I'm yes. ahead. Y'all keep that in no, mind. No, you're not. I'm ahead. I am because no, because the you don't get ten points when we went. You know, yes, with, on the, with, the, with the claw, you so went was back it and like forth. Forty to thirty-eight. I think or we'll bring like in that? Brandon for the winner. Brandon, who won? Rob is the winner. What? No, no. What the hell? <laughs> He's not the winner. I Rob am. Brandon, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I won. I won, Brandon. I got, I got three more right tens. than you, Chris. He got three. You got three. We both got three right. 
No. But one of yours was only worth eight points. Let this be a lesson, Stop Chris. It. Life isn't Stop fair. Stop the music. Brad. I want the bongos. No. Oh, my. I got ripped this whole segment. <laughs> no. Unbelievable. Keep Brandon, it locked. Brandon, you're the new producer of the, the Odd Couple. Couple. There's cheaters in the house. Boy, does he have giant hands. <laughs> have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. Mm-hmm. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 